This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Boomer and Geo coming to you live from the Bill Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. I have never had, even though I had a really good year with the picks, in the regular season, I've I've never been I've never trusted myself less than I do right now picking NFL games after this weekend. I mean, I was so far off. The only thing I got right was the the Rams, and that was more of like an emotional. I didn't want the Lions to win type of uh, call than anything else. Like I, I want to say, and I felt like this that the Bills were going to very easily beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Because no T.J. Watt, Mason Rudolph on the road, bad weather. That offense has stunk most of the year. I can't imagine they're going to go in there and, and play great on the road. I, I feel like the Bills win this game 31-10. But I, I can't say that anymore with any sort of confidence because I was dead. I, w- I couldn't have been more So wrong. what were you, 1-3? and three? Yes, but I was like two and two. Bad. You were one and three, but bad. Like I was, I had the Browns going to the goddamn Super Bowl. They got their yeah, asses I know. kicked. You know, the, the one thing I will say about Joe Flacco, and there were a couple of balls he threw that with. He ripped in there, and they looked great. Yeah, he can't move. But what happened to that defense? He, I know, I know that. But he just, by the way, but when you give up two pick sixes, that I game's know. going to get away from you relatively quickly. Um, but you know, like you could see he can't move and you could see the difference between he and CJ Stroud. And that's the other thing about the Packers. You know, the Packers are a real young team, as they kept pointing out yesterday. They're a real young team. And that's that's kind of where the, the game is going. You know, and teams like the Bears who are loaded, Houston now is loaded, they got great draft picks. Uh Arizona, if uh Kyler Murray continues to grow and I think they're gonna stay with him. They have a ton of draft picks. A lot of these teams can fortify their rosters now with younger players. But it, it may take time for those younger players to figure out what the hell they're doing. And I think that's kind of what's gone on with the Packers. Because how do you explain the Packers losing to the Giants? <laughs> can you explain that to me? Uh, no. That team well, they were a different team. They were a different team. Yeah, they are a different team. Totally that, different team. And this is also a team, by the way, the Packers traded Rasul Douglas to the Bills in the middle of the season. That's right, yeah. And Rasul Douglas, uh, I, I, he may have made second-team All-Pro. I'm not sure. So he's a defensive back. They traded him away. They had the Jair Alexander crap where he goes out and, you know, for the coin toss when he wasn't supposed to, and then they have to suspend him for a game. Yep. I mean, so there was a lot of things going on with the Packers, but then you see their quarterback play the way he plays. And the great thing about them right now is they don't have that pain-in-the-ass wide receiver that has to have the ball all the time and who's doing all the gyrations on the sideline and pissing off the quarterback and the offensive coordinator and the head coach. 
because they don't really have a standout guy. No, they do not. <clears throat> and by the way, speaking of wide receivers like that, you asked earlier about A.J. Brown and the scrubbing of the social media. It was Instagram, and he didn't scrub all of it. He scrubbed everything football-related and Eagles-related as well, which is sort of the same thing. <clears throat> But that's what he did. All right. Well, so I don't know what the hell. Why? Did, I, don't, I don't know. Passive aggressive. Yeah, but yeah, what it's, could, a C-Lo, it's a CeeLo effect. I'm telling you. Ever since CeeLo. That's what he's he doing. He is is exactly what he's doing. Yeah. But I wonder, like, what is the issue now? Like, I, I understand they've been bad, but he's hurt. Does you know, he want to play and they're not letting him play? I think we interviewed him for the NFL today, I think like three or four weeks ago. He was pleasant as all. He was great. Nate went to go interview him. He was great. Nate came back and said, man, he's really into it. And everything's good. You know, you could see that he gets a little frustrated on the sideline. The other thing that happened, I believe that he thought he was going to be an all-pro selection. And right at the end, Amon I'm, I'm Ross St. Brown mm. basically became the third wide receiver that became an all-pro, first-team all-pro. And there's probably something in his contract where there's more money or whatever. And I, there could be. I'm not sure. He was second team All Pro, but uh, you know that could have something to do with it. I mean, Amon Rossi Brown had a great season. Like nobody even knows because he plays for Detroit, but he had a tremendous season. No, 115 I mean, receptions. No, I, I think people know, especially in the fantasy football world that we live in, and gambling and over under receiving yards. I mean, people. He is. Uh, He's one of the greats in the game right now at that position. So I think I think most people know. But that's I mean that's just so silly with these guys. But I guess this is the it's a big BMO. deal. I mean I like no, so no no I'm, I'm saying scrubbing of the social media. Oh, Not, I, okay. he, being upset about being an all pro, I get it. But like I'm going to scrub my social media over that. That's right. what he's doing. Like, just, there were a couple of guys that were not even uh, didn't even make the Pro Bowl that made all pro. And I I remember you know as I'm a voter for this. Yeah. And um, I can tell you who I voted for. and, and um, You're allowed to do that? Now I am, but I can't tell you who the awards go to, like the MVP, the Coach of the Year, the Rookie of the Year. You know the answers to that? I don't know the answers oh, okay. to that. I only right. know who I voted for. Oh, okay, I got you. <clears throat> but um, I think we could all think we know who's going to win, but we're not sure yet. Well, especially the MVP right now. It's got to be Lamar Jackson after the way he ended the season, I would imagine, as he right. gets his second one. But I, but I, take, I take it all very seriously. You know, you take it because I know what it means for a guy's resume. Yeah. And the amount of stuff that you have to go through, the amount of information. And, you know, I if there's ever, like, if I feel like I have a tie between two players at a, at a particular position, I'll look at the overall team. And I'll say, let's say I'm looking at two left guards. Yeah. And one team has the best rushing team in football and the other team's maybe 10th. That may be the, the ultimate deciding factor. You know, and the amount of and and the amount of snaps that each guy's played. What about the Walter Payton Man of the Year? Uh, I don't I don't vote for that anymore. Oh, you don't? No, I okay. I used to that that the amount of information that they give you now on the thirty two. I mean, you showed me a couple years ago. I, I I was overwhelmed. I mean, I you felt guilty not picking somebody. Yeah, because every single one of them deserves to win. Right, and that's like I always tell you, like 95% of the players in the NFL go back to their hometown communities or work within their city that they're playing in with some sort of charitable foundation, no matter what it is, but they all get involved. And then every now and again, you got a guy that, you know, does something stupid, and that's the headline. Yeah. And that's unfortunate because that's not who the collective group of men are that play in the NFL. Why don't you vote for that anymore? Because as a past winner of the Walter Payton Man of the Year, you should get like a lifetime vote, right? I I, I would, but I I just I said I just I couldn't. Oh, you do told it. him. Oh wow. I couldn't do it anymore. Oh, all right. I got you. It's just the the amount of paper and stacks and, and every, what everybody yeah. was doing. I'm like I remember I uh 
J.J. Watt won it the year that the Super Bowl was in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to J.J. before the game, and I said, congratulations. And I'm like, holy God, his resume was like so long. And that was what in the middle of the hurricanes and That's all that right, stuff yep. down in Houston. And I just couldn't believe that, you know, here's this great player who's going to be defensive player of the year who's also doing all this stuff and raising all this money. And I said, so uh, how'd you do raising all that money? He goes, what a pain in the ass. Like, <laughs> it is because you got to be able to figure out where to send the money and you yeah. want to make sure the money has the biggest impact. Sure. And then and he laid his entire being into that. So that's why he was man of the year. It was kind of an easy vote that year because of what he was able to do. Let's go to Nick, who is in Lindenhurst. What's going on, Nick? Good morning. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. How are you on this a Monday? Hi, right, Nick. Nick so, what are you, a Cowboy fan? Um, yeah, suffering Cowboy fan since 2006. My first Cowboy game from memory is Tony Romo, botched hold against mm. the Seahawks in the playoffs. No good. But it, it, it seems like this team is stuck in mud when it comes to the playoffs, man. It's just dismal quarterback play from Romo to Dak Prescott. Um, I had this entire monologue set up to give you guys, but I think it's time for Dak Prescott to go. I believe he's looking for a new contract. It's time for the Dallas Cowboys to move on from him. And if McCarthy isn't fired from his position, uh, I, I don't know. I would love Bill Belichick, but... I'm not quite sure. Hey, let me ask you a question. Who is the alternative to Dak? Just give me an alternative. Anybody. <sighs> yeah. Well, that's the great question, Boomer. I, I really don't have one. I mean, possibly through a draft. I love C.D. Lamb, so he could be a placeholder <clears throat> for the future, but... I don't have a. I don't have an answer. For that. Oh, I'll, so I'll give Dak you Prescott. one. I mean, and I'm not saying that this guy's better than Dak Prescott, but he'll be available. Kirk Cousins off his injury. Would you take him over Dak? Aren't they the same type of player though? They both. Can't. But this is what this is. I think our point is when you start talking about replacements, you probably end up back at Dak. It's one of those classic things. Everybody throws their problems out into the middle of the table. You end up scooping yours back. So I would just. I would be careful with that. So the point being, it's like I'm I'm so happy for Jared Goff to be able to do what he did yesterday. Yeah, but if you watch Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford on the field together, who do you want as quarterback? Well, Matthew Stafford. Yes, we all can see that. We all understand that. Uh, and, and and good for Dan Campbell for rebuilding Jared Goff into the quarterback that he has become and everything else. I mean, that's kind of the situation that the Cowboys are going to find themselves in. Okay, Dak is second team All Pro. He was in the MVP voting all the way until they lost the game, uh, I think, to the, the Miami Dolphins. And then Tua kind of was the front runner until he lost the game to the Ravens after Brock Purdy was the front runner and they lost the game to a Ravens. Yep. And then all of a sudden, Lamar most likely is probably going to win it. I don't know. But uh, the fact of the matter is Dak had an unbelievable year. And I and I, I respect that. I, I really do. And I know yesterday they got off to a bad start, but... I look at their defense yesterday, and Micah Parsons and all this other stuff, defensive player of the year, where was he? Yeah, I mean, he did a lot of talking, which I like. I, I love the fact that he's outspoken and does a podcast because he's an interesting, intelligent athlete, but he did, he's going to have to answer for the stuff that he said because he was defending Dak, he was killing everybody, he was talking about all the Cowboy haters, and, and every single one of them was right. I mean, every single Cowboy hater that was saying all the stuff about they'll never win in the playoffs, they'll choke in the playoffs, Dak will choke in the playoffs, McCarthy will choke in the... Everyone was right to the largest scale that I think they... I mean, that was... In all the great Green Bay Packer years of the postseason that they had uh, with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, they never scored as many points as they did yesterday with Jordan Love as the quarterback on the road against that team. 
I mean, you can't. And by the way, the Green Bay Packers did something no other team has ever done since they expanded the playoffs to seven teams in East Conference. A, a number seven seed won a playoff game. Yeah. So now they're one in six in, in playoff games. And you have another one today. <clears throat> another one today. And that's going to be Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, I obviously I've got Steeler fans in my family. I just I cannot lie to them and say that they have a chance. But now maybe they will because after how crazy this weekend was, maybe this will be this can't the Steelers can't win this game, can they? I mean, and we have a promo running where I say uh, I can't imagine Green Bay is going to go in and beat Dallas. It's still running, <laughs> which is great. That's awesome. Glad that that's out there. It happens, man. It yeah. happens. Hey, look, we're asked to make picks. You make a pick. If sometimes you get it right, sometimes you get it wrong. I know, but that was, I mean, I, go from, ask I can't imagine they can beat them to they're blowing them out. If you're if you're a coach for the Dallas Cowboys, do you go, you have to, be, you, and you get an interview if they do decide to move on from Mike McCarthy. Yeah. The first thing you have to go in there and ask is what? Who's making the draft picks? No, because we all know who's making the draft picks. They get they got a good they got a good draft board. They they do a good job there. No, but I'm saying if I'm a coach, I kind of want a part of that. I, you, if uh, I'm yeah, Bill Belichick, well, yeah, collaboration. Yeah, of yeah, course. yeah, yeah. But the other thing is, who's is like, you know, who's the quarterback? Who's the quarterback? Yeah. Yep. I mean the other the other thing too is I was asking Coach Cowher yesterday. We never got to it on the show, but I, I was asking him off the air. What are the criteria? That if you were, as an established coach, I'm not talking about one of these coordinators who make it their first shot at becoming a head coach. I'm talking about an established head coach. What are, What is the criteria when you go in to take over a team? And uh, funny, like, you know, he funny said, how much money they pay me? That That's funny, but that's not really what it comes down to. Number one is ownership. And Marty Schottenheimer told Bill Coward, these are the three most important things. When it comes down to deciding who you want to coach for, number one was ownership. Number two was ownership. Hmm. And number three was ownership. Yeah. You better make sure you have the owner that is going to support you and, you know, give you, you know, kind of the, the control that you need in order to be the head coach that they're trying to hire you to be. Yeah, and that's why this David Tepper situation is going to be fascinating because he's going to offer somebody a lot of money. And I think some of these established guys out there are going to just laugh in his face and be like, I'm not working for you. Did you, you see Rabel going there for like, you know, $10 million a year? I love Mike oh, Rabel. I, mean, I love that guy. I, I, I can't. I don't know. That's a tough one because I love him, too. And he's a guy that's not going to take any crap. And I just that I just can't. They're going to have to hire somebody who's a first-year head coach. That's what's going to have to happen. They're going to, they can't. I don't think you could bring in a strong personality right now with how toxic David Tepper is. He's got to learn to like be a better owner before somebody like Belichick or Vrabel or Pete Carroll goes to work for him. To me, the two best jobs right now that are open for different reasons, one is the L.A. Chargers because of Herbert, Everybody can say what they want about him as a quarterback. He's still a top-shelf quarterback, and he's going to be your guy. And you could do a lot of great things with him if you have the right offensive coordinator and a good defense that can win games close at the end of games, which has been one of their big problems. Plus, there's no GM there right now. So that whole thing is kind of open. Yeah. The other one is the Atlanta Falcons. Now, they don't have a quarterback to speak of. They could go after Kirk Cousins. Or they could bring in a Dak Prescott if the if the Dallas Cowboys want to move on from him. The thing about that team is they are loaded. They have a lot of really good, fast, young players. They they 
if they get the right quarterback and the right coach, they will be a force to be deal, dealt with next year. So those and their their uh, inner building is wide open as well. Now, I know people in Atlanta are worried that you know Arthur Blank is going to go after Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick is going to do exactly what Bill Parcells would do, exactly what Scott Pioli did when he went to Kansas City, you know, before Andy Reid got there. Uh, you wipe everybody out. You have to like wipe everybody people out. And everybody in that building. Boom. Goodbye. You're gone. I mean, you can't get rid of everybody. What about the equipment manager and those like where the the laundry is and stuff? Yeah. Like? Well, unless you trust them, you bet you you're you're wiping everybody out because you know you know we got the flake gate, we got spy gate, we got a lot of things. We, we we ain't putting anybody in there that you know isn't following the way that we do things. Yeah. The the reason I bring up the equipment manager is I've. I uh, told you this before. So my equipment manager at Bellport Football is now the equipment manager for the Philadelphia Eagles. And he has been for like 25 years now. And he survived every single coach. Because he's kept his mouth shut. <laughs> Probably, right? Yeah, exactly. He does a great job and that's it. But he's been with, you know, he was there with Andy Reid. He was there with Doug Peterson. He was there with uh, Chip Kelly. He's there with Sirianni. A lot of times coaches want to come in and they want to bring in their training staff. They want to bring in their equipment staff. They want to bring in their strength and conditioning group. They want to bring in the people that they know. You know, that's why, you know, buildings unfortunately get nervous in situations like this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. So before it went to break, Boomer said, I got to ask you about the odds of one particular coach in one particular place. So let's find out what that is, and I'll see if I can find it for you right away. All right, give me the odds for Jim Harbaugh going to the Chargers, because I think that's going on. I think that's happening. He's meeting there today. I think that's happening. I think, right. he, I think he, you know, I don't know who else they've interviewed. I don't know if they've gone through the Rooney rule yet or not. But, uh, you know, he had a lot of success out there at San Diego State, then success at Stanford, then success at San Francisco, and then went to Michigan. 
And I, I, you know, with all the NCAA investigations and everything else uh, and all that other stuff going on at Michigan and the landscape of college football and college basketball in general and what these coaches have to deal with nowadays, I got to believe he's leaving and he's going to the Chargers if they offer him the job. Plus 150 is your answer. He is the favorite. Ben Johnson is second on that list at plus 240. And Bill Belichick is plus 350. So, yes, he is the favorite. And that's according to Bet Online, not uh, FanDuel, because uh, FanDuel doesn't have that uh, particular uh, situation. But, yeah, there you go. Plus 150. I mean, you know, it's the Spanos family. Could he rub, rub them the wrong way and, like, kind of be awkward like he was, I think, with Minnesota last year, last time around? Yeah, that was weird. He never really got the full story on that. Like, if he didn't want to be there or the Vikings didn't want him, it was very, very strange. He spent an entire day in that building and then just went back to Michigan and said, hey, all right, I'm done with the NFL. <laughs> Okay. For now, apparently. Well, maybe he was using the NFL as leverage at that time. Could have been, but the Vikings were the only team that interviewed him. That was, That's what was so weird about it. Because you think if he's available, he's available. And everybody would be all over him like he is now. But he's obviously a hotter commodity now after winning the national well, championship. Well, I, I would just tell you this. He's no dummy. He knows a quarterback is going to be the key. And there's one out there in L.A. And... J.J. McCarthy just announced that he's going into the NFL draft, his quarterback at Michigan, to help him win a national championship. So, I mean, you never know. Like, I think I looked at Alabama's roster. They have like four or five guys coming out, his juniors coming out into the NFL draft. They got like nine or ten guys in the transfer portal. Like, who wants to deal with this? Like, you're the one that's developing all these young players, these 18 and 19-year-olds, and then all of a sudden they enter the transfer portal, and some team's got money, and they're going to take your players. Every year's a new year. Yep. That's why guys (laughs) like uh, Mike Krzyzewski and Jay Wright, now Nick Saban and Jim Harbaugh, they're all scurrying away. I would not, that's why I would not be surprised if if, uh, the Chargers offer him the job, he's got to take it. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, that is, as you said, for weeks now, ever since Brandon Staley was fired, that's going to be at the top of a lot of people's lists because of Justin Herbert. Uh, all right, Jerry, what's going on, man? Brought to you by Jackpocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. You know, you've got Harbaugh, Belichick. I don't know if Pete Carroll's going to coach, but he's available for Abel. This is about as good a head coach free agency class as we've seen in a while. Would you not agree? Yeah. Yes, you also have and, uh, you also have Brian Flores. Sure, you also have Jim Schwartz. You also well, have uh, Jim Schwartz. Doesn't he's not in the same category as those guys? I don't think. But I understand what well, you're he saying. He's a good head coach. He's yeah, okay. a pretty intense guy. Yes. I, point is, you got really good candidates, and the Jets are rolling with Rob Sala. They better be right. And okay. I, I don't mean it in a bad way. I'm saying like that's the to me. Jerry, that's, that's your what Cowboys the, that's got what the, smashed yesterday, and you got to go back no, at no, no, the Jets no. right now. I'm trying. That's what I'm coming back to. Oh. That's where I think if you're the Cowboys, you got to make a decision right now. Is Mike McCarthy the guy? Because if not, this is the class. Like this is this is the time to go get a guy because who knows what it will be next year. Like one of those top candidates, though, none of those guys would have gone to the Jets. Like obviously, Bill Belichick, he hates the Jets. He would never go back there. Jim Harbaugh is not gonna. I mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers is there, so, and he's there for a, a year, Understood. maybe two. Like, I, I don't think any of those guys would would take that job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess it just like I got to deal with this maniac telling me what to all do. All I'm saying is, if they don't have a good season and they need a new head coach next year, you're not going to have a class like this. They'd yeah, be just a right. year off again. Uh, yeah, I, I would yeah, you know, what's also amazing is that the uh, University of Washington, that coach Kalen DeBoer, yeah. Uh, you know, got Michael Penix, and they were in the national championship game. He's gone now. 
He's at Alabama. Mm-hmm. And Washington's going into the Big Ten. Yep. And, uh, boy, <laughs> they've lost a lot of players. But they uh, just, uh, the Arizona coach went there. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the coach. <laughs> wow. Got to restock. All right, let's get to the football. We'll start with last night. And um, Dan Miller, I think is his name. One final time, Jared. One final time. Moves in behind center. Takes the snap. Takes the knee. This game is over. Oh, the Detroit Lions have won it. Celebrate, boys. Celebrate. You're coming right back here next week to take on the winner of the Philadelphia-Tampa Bay game. First playoff win in 32 years, and good for them. The final snap-and-call Lions radio. They win 24-23 over the Rams. Here was Dan Campbell. What a night in this building. That that was... that. That is arguably the best environment I've ever been in. That that was absolutely electric. And I think what's crazy is I was coming down for pregame warm-up, and I, you could just feel it. It was humming. It was humming. And the CBS Sports Network has the graphic on it. Their last three playoff wins. That means their next one will be in 2055. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 57-91. Well, they're winning next week. They're, they might as well just go to San Francisco. You're probably just right. skip the game next week. I mean, the, these two teams stink that we're going to see tonight. I'd be shocked. Well, I, you know what? I can't, I can't say anything anymore. I can't be shocked that anymore. What? I'm not going to even say I'm not even going to have an opinion anymore in the NFL playoffs. <laughs> I won't. I'm just Come on. Anything we need to happen. have your opinion. That's what I'm going to say. Anything can happen. Who the hell knows? I told Al this morning. I made... 13 bets this weekend. I lost them all in <laughs> spectacular fashion. Wow. I mean, that's a lot. I give, give, me, give me an idea of, uh, of one of those bets other than the win loss. Uh, okay. Well, I had over all four parlays. games wrong. Okay. I took them as a parlay and I took them individually. <laughs> so that was over <laughs> Saturday afternoon. Yep. Oh, yeah. Wow. Which was unbelievable. Um, I had, uh, I had like, um, first touchdown scores of the game because those odds are ridiculous. I missed on all of those. Uh, I mean, it was bad. It was gambling problem. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I don't do it often, but I figured I have some fun with it. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. I knew when to quit because I bet the Browns and then that was so off on that. I'm like, I'm not touching anything else because now I know I'm I'm ice cold. I took took a shot with the Dolphins. I thought they'd keep it close Saturday night and that game was a snooze fest. So it was, it was a bad weekend. You know what? Like, uh, so I, so we, Phil and I always do these Fanduel reads yeah. for NFL today. So I had Ferguson scoring a touchdown, mm-hmm. and I had him scoring the first touchdown. And Ceedee Lamb over a hundred yards. Hey, you got both of them. Good got for them you. Both, yes. Good for you. Oh, that was the other one. I had um, Tyree Kill. This was another one of those four-player parlays. I had Tyree Kill scoring a touchdown. I got three out of the four. I yeah. got him scoring a touchdown. Yeah. yeah, but I forget which one. There was one that didn't get. That was on Saturday. Whatever. Um, Sorry, Jerry. Who four. do you like today? Let's bet. <laughs> Take the opposite. Yeah, I know what I'm four. saying. Yeah. I mean, what a joke. Who do I like? I like the Eagles and I like the uh, the Bills today. You were 0 for 4 in the picks, though, because I thought you picked Kansas City. Yeah, on but the I changed air. my mind. You changed your mind. Okay. I changed my mind because I don't know. Whatever. I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, uh, so I won the picks then. Uh, not yet, right? We got right, two well, uh, two more right, games. Two more to go. <laughs> At this awful. point, I'm leading. Yeah, and been wild card weekend, but we decided to carry it all over from the regular season. Remember okay. that? Make uh, us okay. look worse. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what, 
was your choice. So the Lions, with this win, they get another home game for the divisional round where they will get the winner of tonight's game between the Eagles and the Bucks. As for this Packer-Cowboy game, uh, last hour we heard from Green Bay Radio. Here's Brad Sham, longtime Cowboys play-by-play man. Prescott in the gun, fakes the inside handoff. Slant's picked off. At the 50, this might be a house call. Oh! To the 30, it's Darnell Savage. All the way in, 50-yard-plus return. That does not help. I uh, know. Made it 27-0. <laughs> Suck balls. <laughs> and by the way, Jerry, Jerry did, uh, did the, down, did the uh, Compass Media Networks know that you had your microphone on during the game? <laughs> Well, that was Cowboys Radio. I'll have Compass Media Network coming up next hour with the Cowboys call. <laughs> that was Brad Sham, though. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What a mess. Uh, 48-32 in a game that wasn't even that close. Your final score, Jordan Love, 272, three touchdowns. You had that Darnell Savage interception return for a touchdown. Uh, Green Bay wins, Green Bay wins. Here's Matt LaFleur. Aaron Jones played great, had three touchdowns. I didn't realize he only had two touchdowns all season. He had three yesterday. Yeah, he is hurt. I mean, He's banged up all grief. year long. Well, he wasn't hurt yesterday. Here was Matt LaFleur. Well, he's from Dallas. In his day. I mean, you guys see it, right, Matt? I mean, just his ability to put his foot in the ground and just be explosive, make people miss. I can't say enough great things about the guy, the football player. Yeah, he was pretty damn good yesterday as he ran for a buck 18 in those three scores. Um, a lot of questions about Mike McCarthy's future, obviously. Here was McCarthy uh, asked about it as well. Um, I think the biggest thing is you know, we're we're disappointed. Um, I got a whole whole team in the in the locker rooms that's that's hurting, and uh, that's you know I, I haven't thought past you know the outcome of this game. Now they keep saying piece of sh- <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, Jerry! Was that? Me? I mean, you are you are <laughs> unbelievable. That's a little harsh. That, that is a man harsh, while man. he's down there. I'm not kicking anybody. Yeah. His biggest problem, as I told you earlier, is that he only has one year left on his contract. <laughs> That's his biggest problem. That gives Jerry Jones a lot of freedom to make a decision here. The bigger problem is 48 16 at home with people leaving. Well, the point being is that the contract for the the coach is not that difficult to swallow, and he could bring in a new guy t- tomorrow if he wanted to. Here was Jerry Jones, quite disappointed afterwards. This is uh, one of my most surprises since I've been involved in sport, period. So this is uh, uh, that degree. I know how disappointed everybody is. And then at the very end... He doesn't end- have many seasons left. <laughs> yeah, Jerry, um, do you realize that one of the things that Bill Belichick likes to have is a quiet, you know... Doesn't want people out there talking about it. No, it's everything. perfect because here Jerry speaks, Steven speaks, they they all speak. That's what I'm saying. That's why maybe Atlanta may be the best place for Bill Belichick under those conditions. Bill huh. Belichick, head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. I know with it's no weird. quarterback. Feels weird, right? Doesn't feel right. No, it yeah, doesn't. but that he can go out and get his own quarterback. How'd that work out in New England? Well, they drafted Mac Jones. Well, they they do have a high draft pick. They could draft a kid, or they can go at the free agents. There'll be a number of free agents. Or he could there. go coach Dak. Yes. Could do that, too. Uh, at the end of Jerry Jones's little uh, media scrum, <laughs> this this one really got me. He's like, sadly, we're, we're kind of used to this feeling. We certainly are, are have a background in uh, what happens after you lose a playoff game. 
We got too much experience with that. <laughs> That's all they do is lose playoff games. One and done way too many times. And so Green Bay will play San Francisco uh, this weekend. Coming up uh, tonight, you got the Steelers and Bills. That's a 4.30 game on CBS. Uh, here's Mike Tomlin. This is from Thursday before all the snow and the weather. Just talking about the matchup, Mike Tomlin. We got familiarity with Buffalo. We got familiarity with that venue. I'm sure they say similar things about us. Um, it's January football. Um, they have a lot of tape to digest and analyze and to to prepare for, as do we. All of that's true, but the weather certainly makes this a little bit different Breaking today. tables, lighting their nuts on fire <laughs> in the parking lot. We're familiar with all that. <laughs> By the way, Mason Rudolph, 75% completion since he's uh, taken over and only one turnover, and that was a fumble, not an interception. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why they've won three in a row here to get into the playoffs. 500 yards, seven touchdowns for Mason Rudolph today. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Three of which are rushing. I think they better run the ball if they think they're going to win this game today. Hey, and then, weather is a great equalizer. Yeah, there's a lot of weather for sure. Snow, it sounds like, for the duration of the game, but we'll see. And then on Fox, you got the Eagles and the Bucks. Both games will be on 660 a.m. starting at 4 p.m. Uh, next hour, I'll give you some sound from the Saturday games. The one, um, oh, we actually talked about Jim Harbaugh. I was going to say he's meeting with the Chargers today, which we know. Uh, Rangers Capitals yesterday. Here was the great Sam Rosa. Rangers have brought on Trocek, Panarin, and Lafreniere. Trocek, And that was to jump out in front on the Capitals. They score a couple in the first period. That one really early as they wind up winning 2-1. Igor Shosturkin fends off Washington with 24 saves. Here was uh, Alex Lafreniere. He scored the other goal in that first. Happy to end the four-game losing streak. Pretty good. Uh, we had a tougher stretch in the past couple games. And um, you know, it was good to get a win, big two-point. And uh, hopefully keep it going. And keep it's a it crappy going. loss on Saturday to Washington, though. Should have won both of these games. Well, they came back and won yesterday. No Ovechkin, man. No Ovechkin. Yes, I understand. Uh, Devils in Boston today. Tonight you've got the Islanders in Minnesota. Uh, the Knicks, another good win over the weekend. They take on the Magic at 3 p.m. The Nets are home for the Heat. That's on one right, So today is MLK Day, so of course it's NBA is throughout the day, right? They start at noon A lot today? of games. A lot of games today. Right. I don't think everybody plays, but almost all the teams play. Okay. If not everybody. Yeah. Um, so that'll be on 101.9 FM at 7.20. Nets and Heat. Uh, Rutgers, an afternoon loss at Michigan State. Hogarth gets tied up. Kicks it into the corner. Aikens, an open three is good. Rutgers oh. out opened up a 15-point lead with a 16-0 run. <laughs> that was Chris Garland on WCBS 880 making noises like I was making. Yeah, and by the, the way, game. so the NBA <laughs> starts at 1 o'clock today, Houston at Philadelphia. Goes all the way to, through 2.30, 3.30, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 7.30, 9 o'clock, and 10.30 it ends with Oklahoma City at the uh, Lakers. And they got How a, about that? They got a couple of uh, national TV games, TNT games, like in smack in the middle of the day. I'm sure they love the fact well, that the NFL That's what I'm saying. That, that, that was the point I was trying to make. You saw what happened on yeah. Christmas Day. And they weren't <laughs> expecting a game at 4.30. No, they yeah. weren't. So that does suck for them. UConn uh, beat Georgetown 80-67. to You got Columbia on the road at Yale tonight. All right, thanks, Jerry. It is Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Build 4 Tough Studio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Did you see what Max Crosby had to say if they don't hire Antonio Pierce out in Las Vegas that he would have to consider all options, including maybe uh, demanding a trade? So he is going all in with this Antonio Pierce hiring. And I, I mean, I know that this day and age of uh, players and asking out it generally works out for them and they end up going different places, but... Max Crosby, you don't you don't need that in this offseason, but you don't also hire a coach just because a player wants him to be the coach. But at this point, I mean, even Devontae Adams said basically the same thing. They're all pushing for Antonio Pearson. God bless him. God bless him. God bless Antonio Pierce. I mean, obviously, those players responded to him. They They need a quarterback in the worst way. I think they're going through the GM search right now. Yeah. That's what I feel like they're doing. I th- I, I, and I think Antonio Pierce also got a request for another job interview somewhere else. So, I you know, hey, look, the, the, the performance speaks for itself. They played hard for him, especially their defense. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know how good he was on the sideline. You know, I didn't watch all their games in depth and everything in terms of decision-making, uh, play, you know, timeouts, that kind of stuff. That's all the that's all the stuff that like an interim coach has got to handle like on the fly. And they don't really think about it much. And now all of a sudden you're thrust into that spot. But I mean the performance of the Raiders tells you that they played for him and they liked him. So that that's a good thing and hopefully that will work out for him. Yeah, and of course you know the history with Rich Basaccia and Mark Davis and everybody wanted Rich Basaccia to get that job after the John Gruden firing and they played a playoff game and played the Bengals tough a few years back and they didn't hire Basachi and they hired Josh McDaniels are in a similar position now with a player favorite coach who had them playing some good football by the end of the season as Mark Davis learned from his mistake can you go back and compare the situations that's going to be something that he has to figure out I know he wants a star in Vegas I know they're you know, hosting the Super Bowl and you want to be able to, to maybe unveil a shiny new toy uh, at head coach, whether that be one of these big names or not. But uh, I think that would be a good hiring uh, for them. And think about this now. So if Antonio Pierce keeps that job or gets another job, D'Amico Ryans, Gerard Mayo, Mike Vrabel, all linebackers. 
Mm. All of those guys are linebackers. Now, I think the other three were inside linebackers, middle linebackers, green dot helmet linebackers that would call the defense. Yeah. And so they all were in leadership positions on the field, which makes them the perfect candidate to become a head coach off the field. And another story that came out of the weekend regarding head coaches was Mike Tomlin. So he didn't say it himself. Uh, but there were several reports, one by ESPN, one by NBC, that said that he is going to discuss his future with his family in this offseason and could take a break from coaching and leave the Steelers. The Steelers wanted to sign him to an extension. According to the report, he said, I have to take a break. I got to think about it. And then he will decide after talking with his wow. family after the season. So then, you know what I say then? Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel right there in Pittsburgh. They drafted him. And uh, what's his name? Bill Belichick took him when he finally became available. Yeah. Mike Vrabel on the sideline of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, it's that would look great. Now, that's perfect. only if Mike Tomlin wants to leave. And you got to give say what you want about Mike Tomlin. They were 10 and seven most difficult division in the in the, um, you know, in the conference. Uh, all the teams had winning records. And somehow, some way, with three different quarterbacks, got his team to 10 wins. Yeah. I mean, it, it but. You know, I, I wonder, he could have that job for as long as he wants because that's what the Steelers do. They don't fire coaches. As it's, they, they don't fire them. Obviously, you go from Chuck Knoll to Bill Cowher to Mike Tomlin, and maybe he's just had enough there and he wants a fresh start. He and, could probably get twice his salary somewhere else. Yeah, that's true. That That's the other thing. Like, I, I don't know what they pay. They never really tell you what they pay. Um, Coach Cowher says they're usually really good to work with, the Rooney family. So he's given, you know, <laughs> he was telling a story. I don't want to tell it out of, out of school, but he was telling a story. It was pretty funny about one of his contract negotiations. And it was really funny, really funny about just the back and forth about little things that, you know, owners require from their coaches. And then coaches go back and say, this is what I want to do. And then when you finally end up signing the contract, who remembers all that stuff? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who remembers, like, this is what we were talking about, and this is what we want you to do and what we expect you to do. And then the coach going back saying, well, I'm not doing that, but I will do this. I'm like, how does that all that work itself out? I guess winning is all that matters. Yeah, and they've done a lot of that in Pittsburgh with all of those coaches, of course. But that would be a, a fascinating one if he ended up taking a break and we'll See the Steelers on CBS playing the Bills a little bit later today. Mike in Woodland Park. What's going on, Mike? Hey, how you doing? Good, Mike. What's uh, up? I wanted to talk about Cowboys. I've been a Cowboys fan for 35-plus years, and I've seen different uh, coaches that Jerry's brought in over the years. I, I'm not... I, for a quick fix right now to try and win a Super Bowl, Bill Belichick. But what about bringing somebody in that might be kind of quick fix and long term by trying to get a, a Jim Harbaugh in there? Yeah, well, first of all, Jim Harbaugh is already meeting with the Chargers. They haven't fired Mike McCarthy yet. So I don't I don't see that that happens unless Jim Harbaugh really wants to coach the Cowboys and he's going to wait this thing out and the Chargers let him out of the building to explore other options. Um, but Mike McCarthy's got to be fired first. And Jerry Jones has a history of, you know, sticking with his guys, being loyal to his guys with Jason Garrett for a very, very long time. Uh, and, you know, McCarthy's he's done a lot of winning there, but this was pathetic. I, I don't think it's a lock. It should be, but I don't think it's a lock that Jerry Jones fires Mike McCarthy. 
Well, the, the problem is he has one year left on his contract. You'd have so to give him an extension. So, so you either give him an extension or you fire him. He's not going to be staying the way he is right now. And I would think that you got to hope that Jerry Jones lets the emotions settle down a little bit because you know that Cowboy fans like the last guy who just called here and the guy who called earlier and fans that, that are down in Dallas, you know they are clamoring now for a new quarterback and a new coach. You just it, It's just... It is what it is. That's that's the beast that is the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, absolutely. So, and it, also these personalities. I understand Bill Parcells went there, and he went there when money. Jer- Jerry Jones was much younger too, um, and there was a lot of money there. So he, you've seen big personalities at least be able to coexist. Um, but I mean, you go back to Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson. That was a problem. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just he got it has to when that guy comes in, if it's Belichick or Harbor, one of these guys that's done it their way their entire lives, will they be able to have the Joneses hovering over their head the entire tenure? It's just that's something that these guys gotta ask themselves. That's why I asked Matt Ryan yesterday in the NFL today, do you think Bill Belichick is the right fit for the Atlanta Falcons? You would know he still lives down there, still very close with Arthur Blank. He couldn't have been any uh, more um, effusive about his praise of Arthur Blank as an owner. Like he doesn't get invo- like he doesn't you know get involved. I mean he he's involved, but he doesn't do it like Jerry Jones does it. Like he's a very like he wants everybody to do well. He just wants to win, and he'll spend money. He'll support the coach. He'll do whatever it takes to win, but he just won't do it out in the open. Which to me says that's Belichick to a T. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.